Welcome into the Tuesday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralta. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Always on Twitter. Always on our Discord channel, bettingpros.com slash chat to get into that. This podcast every morning is being brought to you by BetMGM. All right, so we got some action tonight. Three games going inside the Mac on a Tuesday night. So we have football. We got something to bet on, which is really kind of cool. I've got two bets on three games. I'm limping in, okay? <laughs> uh, this is Mac football. This is, I'm not playing full units on these games. I got a couple of plays, half a unit each here for these games coming up tonight. This is just to have some fun and not trying to get buried, but let's recap last night in the insane game of the Jets and the Patriots. All right, so if you're looking at that game like I was and you're staring at a lot of money going out the window, a lot for me, I guess, on one game. I'm looking at the Patriots minus nine and a half. That is not going to cash. That's just, we knew that quickly. Then the under, after the first half, it was like, oh gosh, okay, so I'm down a whole unit. Now it's James White, half a unit for that prop. Okay, there's another half a unit. As I told you guys in the Discord channel, I took the Joe Flacco prop because it was the number one ranked prop to go under his passing yardage total on the prop bet cheat sheet. So I'm like, okay, quarter unit going on that. So I got four bets all riding. And with about five minutes to go in the game, I'm thinking I am absolutely effed. And I'm going to lose just, I mean, I could be down two units on one football game to start the week, which is not the hole that I want to be in. So... The Patriots get a uh, they get a touchdown to tie the game. And I went to my sports book. I went to Circus Sports, and I was floored because they had it at a pick. And they had it as the Patriots catching plus 120. So I went, okay, it's the Jets. <laughs> the Patriots probably make a play here. They're probably going to overtime, and they might win the game in overtime, but maybe Joe Flacco and the Jets are bad enough to give the Patriots the ball back quickly, and maybe we get a game-winning field goal. So I put a half a unit down on the Patriots at plus 120. And then the final drive happens. Two passes to James White. He goes to 24 yards, 25, right? Oh, I had him at 23 and a half. I think he was at 24 yards. So it went to 24 yards, So our prop with James White hits on the last drive in the last minute. Then the Patriots and Nick Folk kick a long game-winning field goal, and the Patriots win it 30-27. The game goes clearly over. The Patriots do not cover, but the money line in-game wager saves my ass at plus 120, plus the prop bet comes through. Never been more happy than to be down, you know, what, like 0.2 units, whatever the hell I was. Like nothing significant compared to what I was staring at here to start the week. So I, my bankroll, everything was like, you know, that meme, that whoo, phew, meme, (laughs) like with a dude brushing the brow. That's what I was doing after that game. It felt like a win. All right. It was a loss, but it felt like a win. I lost money. And yet I felt like I won thanks to in-game wagering and playing it correctly, dodging a massive bullet here tonight, last night, on Monday Night Football. The Patriots play the Ravens next week, by the way. Gulp. 
Maybe the Patriots will start to play better. Maybe getting Stephon Gilmore's back, and that's big. Maybe they get Lawrence Guy back, and the Patriots can stop the run. Lamar Jackson's been an absolute demon against the Patriots. And running the football against the Patriots, the Jets had some success early, but really it was throwing the ball where they had most of their success. And you'll get Stephon Gilmore back for the Patriots next week, which is pretty large. And the Ravens have struggled throwing the football. So maybe Cam in that offense, Jacoby Meyer. Myers had a huge game for him, just a monster game. I was staring at a Meyer prop, which I didn't play. Rex Burkhead prop, which I didn't play. Damian Harris prop that I didn't play. And a Cam Newton touchdown prop that I didn't play. I mean, there were just like multiple. If you bet Cam Newton to score two touchdowns in that game last night, congrats. That was an awesome bet. I saw some people who played it. That was like plus 300 at certain books. So that was a huge hit. I mean, it was just a game where looking at the Patriots trying to find which players were going to get the most action, it was hard. But clearly Cam Newton has found a receiver. Bird's also a dude you got to watch for the Patriots as well. They have got a couple of young receivers who, look, they're not the greatest receivers, but they're starting to develop some chemistry here with Cam Newton. And they're starting to come around. Cam also had a couple of vintage Cam Newton plays where you couldn't tackle him. You go high. Look, the 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 hit on Cam in the first half that was flagged for illegal contact for unnecessary roughness, helmet to helmet. It was helmet to helmet, but my goodness gracious, like that was Cam Newton's fault. Like Cam Newton's not looking. He's not feeling the heat, and he gets absolutely blown up, and they throw a flag. Now, Cam Newton, a couple of years ago, I'm not sure that flag comes out because Cam notoriously took massive shots and the referees never flagged it like they would have for Tom Brady or Russell Wilson or whatever. But Cam gets protected by the refs in prime time. That flag comes out. So maybe that's why they went high on Cam and not going low. Cam gets out of it, makes a couple big plays. So do the Patriots put something together? I don't know. I mean, maybe they do, but probably not. They're laying... Uh, the Ravens are laying seven and a half against the Patriots next week, coming up in week 10 of the NFL. Patriots are alive. They're two games out of a wild card spot, just FYI. I mean, they're not totally dead yet. They still might be able to make the playoffs. So for everyone looking at the Brady versus Belichick, you know, that ridiculous soap opera, which I have no interest in, the Patriots still could make the postseason. They're not tanking, by the way. I never thought they were tanking because Jimmy Garoppolo is going to fall into their lap when the 49ers cut Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Ryan's going to go back to playing with Kyle Shanahan, and you're going to see Garoppolo with the Patriots like Bill Belichick always wanted before Bill Belichick stopped that, sorry, before Tom Brady stopped that happening with Robert Kraft. So there you go with that. Let's talk about BetMGM. Have you gone and gotten a BetMGM account yet? This is a great way of saying thank you to us at the Daily Juice and Betting Pros by going and downloading the app and signing up for an account. Tennessee, welcome to the party. We love seeing you guys being involved, and it's really cool, but Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Nevada, West Virginia, you're going to use the the, the promo code JUICE100 here. You're going to go and bet $1 on a game on Thursday night football or Sunday football, NFL game coming up in week number 10, $1 on the money line, and you will win $100 in free wagers. If either team scores a touchdown in the football game that you bet that $1 wager on using the promo code JUICE100 for the NFL in week number 10. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older and physically located in Colorado, Tennessee, Indiana, New Jersey, or West Virginia. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado 
100 Gambler in New Jersey and West Virginia, and 109 with it in Indiana. All righty, let's get to the plays tonight for a Tuesday. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. Tomorrow, on Wednesday morning, I'm taping it on Tuesday today, but on Wednesday morning, Masters Preview with Rich Zenko. Now, Rich is a really smart dude. He did all the all the numbers for CG Technology. I'm not sure where he's working now. He may be at Circa, but I'm not sure where he landed. But when CG, when he was at CG here in Vegas, he did all the numbers for golf. Okay, said all the lines, broke it down. The guy knows the PGA Tour backwards and forwards. So we're gonna get his thoughts on what the best bets are coming up for the Masters. So. Tomorrow, Wednesday, Wednesday morning, a special Masters preview with Rich Senko uh, coming up here in Vegas for that tomorrow on the podcast so we get all of our Masters plays in. And look, we're all going to go kind of heavy on the Masters, right? It's Masters in November. If nothing less, get a physical ticket to have it and have it be framed. Like I've begun to collect once-in-a-lifetime betting slips like, I've got a parlay that I did a couple of weeks ago that was ridiculous because everything, like the World Series, NFL football, college football, WNBA Finals, NBA Finals, they were all happening during the same week. So I bet a parlay ticket that did not cash, but I bet it and I have the ticket just to have the ticket. I never get paper tickets. I'm always doing things on my apps. But I got that physical ticket because I'm going to frame a bunch of crap to remember about 2020. The Masters... In November, I'm going to go to a physical sports book. I'm going to get an actual ticket for a bet that I'm going to make for who's going to win the Masters just to have the damn thing, (laughs) just to have it, to frame it. It probably won't cash, but just to have it because it's November, and I just think that it's incredible that we're watching November golf for the Masters. We will never see this ever again. So once-in-a-lifetime type of stuff. So a big preview show coming tomorrow for the Masters for us here on the Daily Juice. All right. So here's the schedule for tonight for Maction. The next two nights, really. So we've got Akron at Ohio, that game on CBS Sports Network. Kent State at Bowling Green, that game's on ESPN2, 7.30 Eastern. And then Miami at Buffalo, that game's on the big dog on ESPN. Buffalo is at home for that one. Look, the line is 9.5. As I told you, I'm betting a half a unit on these two games. Here's the thing, and here's why I like Buffalo to win this game, Okay. Buffalo is a very good defensive team with an incredible running game, okay? And I think you're going to see Jarrett Patterson in the NFL be a very good running back. Last week, 20 carries for 137 yards and two touchdowns, okay? He's the best player on the field. Miami has a couple of quarterback questions because of what happened last week, and we don't really know who is going to be under center coming up here tonight for... Uh, for Ohio, for, for Miami, rather, Miami, Ohio. A.J. Meyer came in, and he scored, uh, he threw three touchdowns for 212 yards last week, coming in relief, okay? So he came off the bench, played really well. He may be the guy tonight coming up for Miami. But the defense for Buffalo, if you look at some of the numbers and just what they did last year, how good they were defensively, but they give up 3.3 yards per rush, 7.3 yards of pass is kind of high. Makes me a little concerned. So I kind of understand if you want to look at the over in this game and you want to play it at 56, you play the over. I don't hate that. I think points may be happening here in this game. But I'm going to take a little bit of a of a more likely scenario. And maybe Buffalo comes out here and at home. They shut down Miami. And Miami can't move the football like they did last week in their, in their victory. 
So I'm going to take Buffalo laying the 9.5 points for a half a, a half a unit. They've got the better player. They have the better defense. Okay, Best player, better defense, primetime game, a chance for Buffalo really to show out here. And they beat up on Northern Illinois last week. It was a massive mismatch. So only one game between these two, for both these teams so far. Uh, but I think if you're looking at the way I think this game goes, maybe close until the second half. I thought about playing the first half, which is six for Buffalo, but I decided to stay away from there and just say, okay, maybe Miami's pumped up and they keep it close, and eventually Buffalo's rushing attack will be able to extend things a little bit. Miami was catching one point from Ball State last week, and they won by seven. And you know Buffalo was laying 14.5 points against Northern on the road last week and won by 14. By all accounts, most people think that Buffalo is the best team in the MAC. Okay, so best team in the MAC at home, ESPN primetime, whole country watching. They got the best player. They got the better defense. We're laying the nine and a half here with Miami. Uh, with, sorry, with Buffalo on the road. Sorry, with Miami on the road at Buffalo. Bulls minus nine and a half for a half a unit is our first play. Second play, we're looking at Akron and Ohio. This number is stupid. 27 and a half. Total is 57. 57 and a half is what I got it at, okay? 57 and a half, Akron at Ohio. The first game, Akron scored 13 points while giving up 58 to Western Michigan at home. This game is now on the road. Ohio was on the road. They scored 27 points and they lost to Central Michigan 30 to 27. Akron is atrocious, okay? They are not a good football team. And last year, they were one of the worst in college football. I'm just not going to lay a 27, 28 point number here, okay? <laughs> Uh, as I said, Ohio was late, was two and a half points favorites against Central Michigan on the road. They lost by three. Western Michigan was catching, sorry, Akron was catching 19 and a half from Western Michigan. They lost by 45. Could they lose by 45 again to Ohio? Yeah, but I think it's far more likely that Akron simply doesn't score. I think it's far more likely that Akron doesn't do anything offensively, and I'm not sure, sure Ohio is going to do a whole lot either. Maybe they put up 30 points. But this looks like a 30-10 to 10 type of victory. So Ohio does not cover that 28-point line. And so it's dangerous. It's a little scary. That's why we're only going with a half a unit here. But I'm going to take the under. I don't think these teams score all that much. We're going under 57.5 here for Akron and Ohio. Look, this is a bad game, okay? I mean, both. I'm excited to watch Buffalo play. All right, I am. I, I, I like Buffalo, but I'm not excited to watch Akron and Ohio and hope they don't score. So, But that's just what I'm going to do. Under Akron at Ohio, 20, at 57.5 points, the line is 27.5. If you're going to play it, you have to play Ohio, I guess. Akron just is a really bad football team. So our plays, one full unit in play here today on a Tuesday Nine and a half, Buffalo laying minus nine and a half at home. We're taking them against Miami of Ohio and the under for Ohio and Akron under 57 and a half is what we're going to play here for a Tuesday. Wednesday morning, full Masters preview. Looking forward to that version. A little bit of longer podcast than normal because we'll have Ritzenko coming on, breaking down the Masters for us on Wednesday and back with more Mac action, Maction games coming up on a Wednesday. My name is Matt Peralt. Follow me on Twitter, at Sports Talk Matt. Get at me during our Discord channel, 
bettingpros.com slash chat, hashtag daily juice in there. And tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning, Masters preview for the Daily Juice. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Every morning, it's the Daily Juice presented by BetMGM of bettingpros.com. <laughs>